What is up, ladies and gentlemen? How you doing? How are you living? Austin Cunningham here with Justin Trees and Dan Kiefer to go ahead and do a little mock draft. I don't think we've done one of these in a while. We're doing it a little differently. Usually, Trees and I come in a little prepared. Kiefer says, hey, let's mix it up. So we're going to be doing this live, so bear with us, but it is going to be interesting. And so we're going to go ahead and go through this. Dan will start. I'll go second. Teresa will go third. And we'll just kind of snake draft. Or not snake draft, excuse me. We'll just go directly in that order throughout the rest of it. So it is going to get interesting. It is going to be fun. Thank you guys for listening. So let's go ahead and get Dan started with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Back-to-back years with the number one pick. Last year, we all know they went Trevor Lawrence, quarterback of the future. Teresa is ecstatic, loves the pick. Now they've gone through free agency, tons of picks. Where do you have them going here at number one once again for the second year in a row? Yeah, hey, I tell you, and let's just say Jaguar fans and Trees especially, I hope next year you're not picking 101. Maybe we save that for the Lions, let them finally get a quarterback that's not Jared Goff. But, hey, nice and easy here, starting out with Aiden Hutchinson, the edge from Michigan. I think through free agency, this has become very evident what the Jaguars want to do. They've shored up the offensive line. They've paid and overpaid every weapon they can. So let's get something on the D-line. Peterson likes to build through the trenches. That starts with Aiden Hutchinson. Hey, absolutely love it. Now, I'm going to get a little wild here with the second pick because when you look at the Lions, you know, they, we all know they have that knee-biter mentality, and they went and got offensive line last year. They went and signed DJ Shark as a receiver and free agent, so they've kind of added to the receiving corpse, which is good. They have DeAndre Swift at running back, so they're fine there. Jared Goff, you can make another year last. But what you really need help on is the defense. So I'm going to get a little wild here, and I'm not going to say an offensive line. I'm not going to say Evan Neal. I'm not going to say Quanu. I'm going to get a little crazy, and I'm going to say safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. I like the pick. You go to the defense. He's a versatile player. He's got the speed. He's got the strength. He's got the size. He can do anything you want or anything you need, and that's going to help be the future of the Lions defense right here, and I think he's going to be a great fit for the Detroit Lions. Let me get off mute there. Second episode in a row that I've done that, so that's great. Um, that's a very interesting pick. Um I would never take a safety this high, but I honestly could see it being done. Um, Kyle Hamilton is a stud. I'm not worried about his 40 time or anything like that. So, yeah, I like it. Bit rich for me for just the position value, but um, let's get wild. Like you said, I love it. So, uh, all right. So I'm up next with the Houston Texans at number three overall. And this team needs a lot of different things. Um I could go offensive line still. I could go defensive line. I think I'm going to lean that offensive line position though. And then it comes down to just who do we value the most, right? You have, you have Iquanu and then you have, you have Neil. They're both, they're both going to be studs and it's just where are they going to value it? I think they're going to go for somebody that has really going to be that high upside at, at left tackle. And, and that is going to be Evan Neal. I, I do think Juanu does have that upside as well, but I think that like everybody's going to freak out about like you saw it, you saw what Neal looked like without his shirt off at the mm-hmm. combine just looks like this, just dude that's going to be this left tackle for the next 15 years. So I'm going to say Evan Neal here, but it is very close for me. Right. And Hey, for a second there, I thought with a Jets picking at four, I was going to get choice of tackles and i was like hey hey, all right uh you obviously take neil off the board i'm extremely tempted to grab iquanu here especially with the deep edge class and the more i talk about it out loud i think that's exactly what i'm going to do here at four for the jets i'm going to go ahead and grab that high upside player you mentioned in ikeem iquanu the offensive tackle from nc state i think there's a chance 
at least for his rookie year, he gets kicked inside, may play some right guard, or uh, even, you know, they could mess things up and move, uh, oh gosh, what's the guy's, uh, Vera Tucker, Vera Tucker to center, let him play guard, or just put him out at right tackle. We'll see how things develop in New York, but uh, I think Aquano is too, too good of a player at four to pass up with the depth of this edge class. They can grab one later. Yeah, most definitely. I love that pick for the Jets, and it is going to be interesting to see what they do with Mekhi Becton moving forward because this is a guy who they loved in the draft, drafted him last year, dealt with some issues, and it looks like there's some disagreements within the inside of the building and kind of how they perceive Mekhi Becton and his work ethic and being injury-prone and in his view of the organization himself. So it is going to be interesting to see what that future looks like moving forward for them. But the other side of the New York team here, the New York Giants, I'm actually going to have them take Kayvon Thibodeau. I think this is a team and organization that's been looking for a pass rusher for a while. So you're here at the number five spot. Hey, you watch an edge rusher go off. You watch a defensive safety go off. Now you see two tackles back-to-back. It's like, boom, this guy fell right in our lap. This is a guy who's projected as a number one pick for what seemed like majority of the year through college football season. And once we kind of really get into the draft season, things started to mix up, and we hear rumors coming out of Oregon. And I just – I don't know how much I want to believe him because I feel like we kind of heard the same thing about Justin Herbert. Dude gets in the league and just starts tearing it up. And so I'm not going to say this is the defensive side of Justin Herbert, but Kayvon Thibodeau I think is still a special player. He brings results, and he's going to be a huge game changer for that Giants defense moving forward. Yeah, he absolutely is going to be. I, I'm actually a big Thibodeau guy. I, I actually think he's going to ball out in the NFL. Um, I do see some inconsistencies, but I think overall he's going to be pretty well. All right, next up for me, man, I feel like we're flying through this right now. We're already on pick six with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, This team has multiple needs here, right? They have interior line. They have tackle. They could go edge, D-line, linebacker. You know that I really want to go linebacker, and you know I want to go my boy, Devin Lloyd. I'm not going to, though. Um, I'm going to stay with the offensive line here, and I'm actually going to stay at tackle. My, my only question here is I know a lot of Panthers fans are high on Brady Christensen. Um, and where is he going to play? Yes, and yes, they are high on that, on him. Um, they have Cam, Cam Irving on one side. They have uh, Moten on the other side. I'm going to say they stay at tackle here, and they're going to take Charles Cross, the offensive tackle, out of Mississippi State here. Love that. Dan, you're up next here with the New York Giants again. Where are you going? Giants fans, I am so sorry. Or no, I'm sorry, not yet. Jets fans, I'd be sorry because I took an edge. But anyway, Giants fans, listen up. Here's what we got going. We already have your player at edge. Gave you the gave you uh Kayvon Thibodeau. Now we can jump back. We're gonna stick with the defense. We're gonna get saucy. Let's get Sauce Gardner. Ahmad Gardner, corner from Cincinnati. Guy's been shut down since he got out of diapers. Nobody scores on this kid. Nobody catches on this kid. Take him to New York. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, it just stinks for me because that's where I was going to go here with the Atlanta Falcons up next to pick eight. But I think I'm going to mix it up because I'm going to get a little wild here again. I think this is a team that probably lands with Sean Watson. They get the hometown kid. Sean Watson reached out to the Falcons himself, said, hey, I'd actually be interested in coming here, put together a trade package if we can make this happen. Looks like it's getting close. Sounds like the meeting went really good as well. Um, 
And I think once you do that, it's like, hey, we lost Calvin Ridley for the year. He's probably done anyways after the season once you move on from him because you were probably going to trade him. And then the betting scandal came out. I don't know if we can call it scandal, just the betting. He got caught gambling. <laughs> or he's fired or he's suspended for the year. Julio just got released. Well, you trade Julio. You at least got a second there. And now he's released from the Tennessee Titans. So that's interesting. But when you look at the draft, let's just stay young. Let's get cheap. I'm going to go Drake London, the wide receiver at a USC. I think this is a kid who could come in opposite of Kyle Pitts and be a huge game changer and be just a guy who can make an immediate impact with Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. And if you're Atlanta Falcons, just spend the rest of free agency trying to build that defense the best way you can. I like it. I like it. Man, you guys have thrown a little curveballs at me here. And, man, all of a sudden, I'm the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm like – I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, this is like full on draft day. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, I think cornerback still the biggest need here. I'm, I'm upset. The, the, you know what to do here. Would you take three twos for your pick? Oh, we're going to make fun of the Jaguars now. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I I do with that shit enough on Twitter right now. Like get out of here. Um, So I, Austin, actually, I don't know what you mean by you know where you have to go here. Right? Are you talking about Malik Willis? Is that what you're is that what you're referring no, to? No, freaking Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. Uh, the Seahawks. Okay. They just moved on from Bobby Wagner. They did. They snip, did. Snap, here I, it is. I know. I know. Um I didn't want to be that guy because I don't want to be that biased, but I it was it was out of him. And I do like Derek Stingley still. Um, I do know there are reports that he's he's dropping though. And you want to know what though? They did they did get rid of Wagner, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Oh, yeah. Devin Lloyd, Let's linebacker go. out of Utah, best linebacker in the draft. Let's let's do it. Had <laughs> a boy. I love that. I've uh, been right on that Devin Lloyd train with you all year. Uh, you know, he made us some money on play, player parlays. I'm back with the Jets. The Jets have already taken Akima Kwanu to play a little O-line. So now we're going to go defensive. The question is, do we go corner or do we go edge? Uh, I think if you look at the Jets division, you look how things are going between Buffalo, the Patriots, Miami's going to run the ball. Let's get a edge player. We're going to grab Jermaine Johnson, the edge out of Florida State, and we're going to pair him with Carl Lawson, who's coming back from injury, have some bookends on that Robert Solid defense and start creating some havoc in the AFC East. Heck yeah, love that. And so next up, the Washington Commanders. I think it's the first time we've mentioned that team here on the podcast, at least I have. The Washington Commanders up next at pick 11. Everyone really had them deemed going quarterback until they made the trade for old Carson Wentz. Now, this is a guy who I came on this podcast, and I said, hey, this is going to be a heck of a guy. In Indianapolis, he's going to be a game changer. He's going to be back to the MVP level, yada, yada, yada. Let me just say I was wrong. Couldn't be more wrong, to be honest with you. Worst thing I ever tried to promote. I even went choo-choo live on a radio station just trying to get the hype train going. Well, let me tell you, we just ran that right off a cliff. So now we're just going to see and look at it and go, well, maybe Carson Wentz to the commanders can be the choo-choo for what they need moving forward. He could be the real guy that just leaves them in the battle and takes care of business. But if you're going to do that, you're also going to need to make sure that defense is taken care of and get him the ball back. So we're going to do that with Derek Steenley here. At number 11, I wanted to go offensive line. I thought about Linderbaum out of Iowa, but I was like, eh, you know, maybe we should focus on the defense. You just released Landon Collins. I know he's a safety, but you're still going to need help in that secondary. So I think Derek Steenley is a great spot to just slide in here and be a difference maker for that defense. 
All right. I like it. I like it. So now I'm on to the Vikings at pick 12. Now things are getting interesting, right? There's a lot of players that have been taken here that I'm sure the Vikings fans want. So the way I see it, I think the Vikings need some interior defensive line help. I think they need cornerback help. They need wide receiver help. I could see them going safety, obviously not safety here because there's just not another player like that. Cornerbacks, all the cornerbacks are gone. It kind of leaves me at either defensive line in like a Jordan Davis type, but is that too early, right? Like at 12, that's probably a little too early here, but are the wide receivers a little too early? I could see that. I think that, I think this is a prime position for Vikings to trade down, especially if it played out like this somebody would trade up for a quarterback here. Um, And I think, so I think the Vikings, their ideal plan would be to trade down here and then take a wide receiver. We're not doing trades. So I'm just going to straight up, just take a wide receiver. Um, And I'm going to take a wide receiver that honestly, some people don't even think he was the best team, the best wide receiver on his team, but I personally do. And I'm going to take Chris Olave here. I think that he would line up very, very nicely opposite of Thielen for one year and then obviously Justin Jefferson. Um, and then after one year, it's going to be it's going to be the Lave and the Justin Jefferson show. Wow. I like that hey, a lot. Dude, I, I love that. I mean, I think that would be a lot of fun, especially uh, they've extended Kirk now. So, yeah, hey, keep it in-house. Keep it. That would be a lot of fun, especially in the NFC North. Somebody's got to give the Packers some competition. Dang it. Uh, at 13, I have the Cleveland Browns, and as of recording, they still own this pick. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, until they don't own it, I'm just going to draft for them. And I'm going to take David Ajabo, the edge out of Michigan. This is, once again, a ceiling pick. I think technically, once this guy gets refined, people think he could be better than Aiden Hutchinson. From an athletic standpoint, they think he's a higher tier than Hutchinson. Technically, Hutchinson's got him tooth and nail everywhere. Uh, so I'm just going to grab a job here for the Cleveland and uh, give some help on the defense. A lot of attention has been played to the offense. We're going to give a little help on D. Love that, actually. So now next up, we're going to go with the Ravens. We've seen them make some moves on the defensive side of the ball this offseason. We know they need to go receiver, but at the same time, you still got to focus on the offensive line and protect your quarterback in Lamar Jackson. So that's why I'm going to go Trevor Pinning, the offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. I think this is a great spot for the Ravens to get him. He has that nasty mentality. The dude is a straight menace on the field, and that's what Baltimore loves, and that's what you're going to need in that division as well because there's so many good edge rushers within that division, and you need someone who's not going to be scared of anybody, and that's what you're going to get right here at number 14 with Trevor Penny. You are such a big Penny guy. Like, you, Oh, I freaking love him, man. You love see, him, yeah. Getting to see him in person and work out, and like it just it's going to sound so weird saying it, but there's no other way to say it. The dude's body type is just – it's crazy how athletic he is at the size that he is. Like just watching him do some drills and like just watching him jump and how quickly he can just bounce and his body just moves and how fluid he is and he's strong and his knees are just so wide and his hips are wide and his butt's thick. And it's just – once you see it in person, you're like, shit, this dude is massive. And when we first got to the training facility – I actually had to use the restroom surprise. And so I'm coming out of the bathroom, running the corner to see where the guys are. And I almost run into this guy. And I'm like, when I run into him, I'm like nipple high. And I'm like, oh shit. Hey, my bad, dude. Excuse me. Didn't mean to do that. And he's just like, no, it's fine. I was like, Don't kick my ass. I'm sorry. That's my Trevor Penning story. <laughs> That's funny. That's that's like the story I have when I met you for the first time down at the con- uh, 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 senior <laughs> bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
All right, on to the Eagles here at pick 15. And this is the first of their three picks. Where do they go here? Um, I think that they're going to need some more. Their D-line is getting old, right? Brandon Graham's getting old. Fletcher Cox is getting old. They've lost a few others over the years. Um, they did sign Hazan Reddick, right? That is a great signing for them, which I really, I really think they like. But I think that they know that they still need one more. They have to get after guys like Dak Prescott on a regular basis. So I think that they are going to go another defensive lineman here. And I'm going to take edge Trayvon Walker out of Georgia here. I think that he slid quite a bit here. I could easily see him going top 10, um, them getting him at 15. I think uh, Eagles are going to be very, very happy with that. Absolutely. Hey, we're back to back here. So I was hovering over two guys. Who am I going to take? Who am I going to take? Walker was one of them. I'm going to grab the second one now, and that is wide receiver Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. I know a lot of people have mocked Jamison Williams here, but we're talking about body types, people, and Traylon Burks can be your big alpha jump ball red zone dominate wide receiver. So I'm taking Traylon Burks out of Arkansas here for the Eagles. That's that's a good pick, back-to-back picks for the Eagles, and I'm struggling to figure out something for the Chargers because it's like they've kind of answered their problems here in the offseason in terms of who to go after. And so I would love to just be like, actually, just trade this pick away. But I'm <laughs> I'm honestly having a freaking hard time. Austin's like, wonder what you guys should do. Just trade it for like a 2024-7. Yeah, why don't you like, just that, take that another quarterback? Fair. That seems fair. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to have them do? I'm going to have to take Davis. Out of Georgia, Jordan Davis, love tackle. it. Yeah. I love. I that's, literally was about to I say that. I didn't want to make the pick that. for you. I didn't yeah. want to make the pick for you, but I was like, I think that like that's such a good pick for them. I just I don't know who else to put in there, and I just that would be such a lock. I mean, just so good for them and make that defense even scarier. Does that kind of feel like honestly? Doesn't that kind of feel like last year's Najee Harris to the Steelers, where it's just like everybody kind of had that pick there from like. January and like by the time the draft came, you start like maybe overthinking it, and then when it happens, you're like we all knew that for like four months. What are we doing yeah. here? Not surprised at all here. I wanted yeah. to go edge, but I was like, you just went and got Khalil Max, so you're probably not doing that. Yeah. So I think Jordan Davis is de- is definitely the spot to be. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, okay, I am now up with the New Orleans Saints, and hey. They're, they're in talks with this big name quarterback, you know, some dude, and that's, you know, pretty good at playing the game of football. Might get him, might not get him in the next 24 hours. Let's just assume I think they probably do end up with him. And they have this really good wide receiver on one side, Michael Thomas. They have nobody on the other side at all. So I'm giving them another wide receiver, and I don't care about an ACL injury, and this dude can fly. And I'm going to give him Jameson Williams out of Alabama. And I think just like that, this offense is going to have Kamara. They're going to have Deshaun Watson, Michael Thomas, Jamison Williams. And now all of a sudden, this is one of the most dangerous offenses in the league again. Yeah, that's uh, dang. That's I don't like I, I don't love that for like how good the Saints are going to be. But I love that for the fit. I love that for the weapons they would put around whoever is playing quarterback, as long as it's not Ian Book, because I don't think the weapons could help him. <laughs> but uh, yeah. at 19, we're back with the Eagles. So the Eagles, you have Trayvon Walker. You have 
Traylon Burks. I'm not drafting another player that's name starts with T-R. <laughs> Instead, we're going to the defensive side, and I can already hear people saying the Eagles don't do this, but we're grabbing a linebacker. We're grabbing Kobe Dean from Georgia. Listen, Eagles fans, I understand how he doesn't draft linebackers high, but here's the problem. All the linebackers you've been getting late suck. So we're going to get you a good one. It's time to break tradition. It's time to get some players who know how to play the position, and we're getting to Kobe Dean, the linebacker out of Georgia. Hey, I love it. Now, if you're a Steelers fan right here at 20, you're loving this even more. All right? You you lost pretty much just a stud of a center two years ago when he decided to retire after the season. And right now you're at pick 20, and who's still sitting here? Tyler Lindenbaum, the center at Iowa. Possibly the best center prospect we've ever freaking heard of because we now know how to grade offensive linemen and show them the respect that they deserve. This kid's going to go right here at number 20, and we're going to have to look at the Steelers, have another center for like the next 15 years. That's just an absolute stud in a brick house, and it's protecting the quarterback, whether it is Mitchell Trubisky or anybody else that they get moving forward from here on out. Boys, I love, like, given I like a lot of these picks, but these last four have, have just been dynamite. Like, Jordan <laughs> Davis, Jamison Williams, Dean. We haven't on, like, taken a quarterback, and we're on pick 21. I know. I know. And it's, and it's strictly because of trades, though, <laughs> I right? didn't even like that, realize that. That's what like, it comes this is, this, is literally, this is what the NFL should do. Okay, this, this, this yeah. is what they should do in the first round. Because, jeez. A thousand percent. Um, okay. So Patriots means, are going to take Malik Willis. So that means I'm up. <laughs> and um, I can tell you the run on quarterbacks not being picked is going to continue here. Um, last time we saw the Patriots, they were getting laughed off of the field in the playoffs because Josh Allen went the uh, whatever it was, 57 for somehow 61. I don't know. What was it? How many incompletions did he have? I don't know. Like two? I don't know. But he had he had a million touchdowns and a million yards. That's all I really know about the stats. Um, so this team, Patriots, they know that they know that they're not going anywhere. They're gonna go after a cornerback. They're gonna beef up that defense even more. And I'm gonna take Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson here. Get another cornerback. Try to get a ball hawk and try to cause some sort of equalizer to the weapons that the Bills have. Yeah, I think that's great if the Patriots do, in the situation, decide to not go Malik Willis, which, hey, they probably should. But, hey, at 22, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders are up. And, man, now i got to face the Malik Willis question. You know, hey, is Derek Carr the guy? Uh, Listen, first year, we're not going to take a quarterback here. We're going to roll it back, get to the car. Instead, we're going to get some ass kickers up front. We're going to go ahead and get Zion Johnson, the do-it-all lineman from Boston College. He's played guard. He's played center. He's played tackle. He can do it all. This dude is fluid wherever you put him, plug and play, make some lanes for Josh Jacobs. I think this team's going to be through the run game anyway. So uh, let's beef it up up front. I love that. Next up is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. Now, some people might say, hey, you should go defense here. You know, that's kind of what we need to attack is what needs to happen. I'm going to just mix it up. You just lost Christian Kirk, one of the highest paid receivers in the league right now, thanks to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a key piece you're missing on offense. But whether the sarcasm is there or not, you did lose a receiver. He did come on strong in the middle of the end of the year once DeAndre Hopkins went down. And so you're going to need that guy. You're probably not going to have DeAndre Hopkins for forever, of course. And now that he's kind of dealing with some injuries, we'll see how long that lasts. So let's mix it up here. 
stay on offense and get Garrett Wilson, the receiver at Ohio State. You go get the other one. I think this is a kid who can come in and help the offense right away, and he's going to be cheap, so you don't have to worry about trying to keep DeAndre Hopkins on a big money deal if he's not producing. When you have this kid here who can be your future, I'm not saying the next, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, but it is at least something you can be somewhat excited for. Is like, hey, this is a kid who can come in, catch the ball, and be a difference almost immediately for this offense, especially when you got two first names, Connor James, playing running back. Or James Conner. I always say his name backwards. Connor James. Legally said his name. Yeah. Man. The Cowboys just got screwed here. So I literally had Garrett Wilson here. Um, I mean, it just makes so much sense for the Cowboys. You just lost Cooper. You have Gallup now, but he's going to be coming off of it. I mean, he had ACL surgery so late. Like, incredibly late so he's not going to be playing very much so you only have cd lamb here i really wanted a wide receiver i don't know if i can take any of these wide receivers here though like that's the problem um we have james gone we have dotson i know that i know that austin loves christian watson i think that's way too early for him um george pickens i i could see that probably still probably too early though Shit, guys, I, I'm I'm struggling here right now. I'm trying to talk through this right now to figure out who I, who I actually want here. They do need edge after Randy Randy Gregory fiasco of whatever happened there. Um, guys, I'm I'm kind of stumped here. You, you want to kind of taking everything. You want to you want to play the game? Let's play a game. Let's play a game. Is here. Dak Prescott the guy, or should they? I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm stealing all of Colin Cowherd's material for draft month. But you are. Is, really is he the guy? Yeah, of course, Dak's the guy. Come on, people. Of course, yes. Uh, it, I mean, this is tough, Trees. This is Maybe a, this go is a tough tackle. board. Go right this tackle. Is, so been, I, I have been thinking that because they've been trying, they've been they've been trying to move some offensive linemen. So I could see that, but but we've also taken all of who's the best offensive lineman left? Probably like, like probably legit, Kenyon like, Green out of Texas. Yeah. They did just lose their left guard, so they need a left guard. <sighs> I know it's Green. not Zion sexy Johnson to pick a guy right. Boston College. Nope. He's You're right, gone. Green. Took yeah, he's take. He took him already. I. You're right. Kenyon Green might be the best. The best option either, here, but either him or you could grab Carl Aftis. Little edge play. Hey, excuse me for just completely overlooking the fact that Zion Johnson was taking the one pick before me. This is tough. This one's tough, guys, and I, I honestly, it's kind Bernard of hard. Raymond. We can talk. We can talk through it a little bit. Um, one, know what though? I mean, what Connor Williams gone? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the guard, and I'll go Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. I like that. I, I could see the fit. Kid stays in Texas. I'll take Kenyon Kenyon Green. It's gonna be that that again that unsexy pick that the Cowboys went on that streak. You know, eight years ago, where they just kept taking offensive linemen, and everybody's like, "What's going on?" And then all, all of a sudden, like they had the best offensive line for like six years. Um, let's do it again. So, Kenyon Green, I like it. Hey, and I think, man, I think it's a good pick. The way the board fell, uh, I like it quite a bit. I'm on the clock at 25 with the Buffalo Bills. Congratulations on getting Von Miller for his 40s. Uh, they're up here. And once again, this is not a great board. Actually, you know what? This is a great board. This is a great board for Buffalo because at 25, you're getting probably the best of that tier two corner in Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Listen, Buffalo has been looking for a good corner too. It seems like the last four years, 
finally going to grab one here in Trent McDuffie. You son of a gun. <laughs> oh, no, did I get you? I think we're, all of us were looking at that for our uh, next pick, to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. he'd just fallen. He'd fallen so far. Like, yeah. like legit, like, you feel like he's kind of that, that lock for top 15, 16 area, and, like, getting him at 25 is just, just nice. It definitely is. And that's a good pick. I'm very happy for you. It was a smart decision. But I am now in a spot here where I'm looking at it for the Tennessee Titans and going, what do they need? Well, it's so fun to do these live guys. I'm just I'm trying to think too. It's like I mean, they did just cut Julio. They cut I know it'll hurt your heart to take him, but they did just lose Julio. I'm not taking Christian Watson here. You're crazy. (laughs) Tracy Rudders remember that at 30. You hear me? Did you guys I'm, notice how did you guys notice that I I manipulated this so none of us picked for our teams? Oh yeah, I, I noticed it I hated right it. away. It's bullshit. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I'm in a spot now where I'm looking at the roster for the Tennessee Titans here. And I'm looking at some of the guys that are available in terms of edge. But I just I think I might freaking do it. Just George Carl Aftis. It's a good day. Of Purdue. I think it's I'm just gonna day. go with Joe Georgie. I mean, I just – it just doesn't feel like there's another wide receiver that we can take here in round one where it doesn't come off as like a super reach, right? And it's another spot, too, where it's like, eh, <laughs> you know, a quarterback still hasn't been taken yet. How much longer is Ryan Tannehill going to be there? That's a great question. Honestly, I don't know how much longer. Like, I mean, another – Another non-playoff run, you could you could see people starting to be like, all right, it's time. You know, like even and though he's still can he's I change my pick? Can you I absolutely pick? can. Go for it. Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver out of Penn State. At Penn State. Okay. I like it. I like that. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna save George for a second. All right, cool. Um I'm up, right? I'm yep. gonna take I'm going to take the second interior defensive lineman here, and I'm going to take De- Devontae Wyatt. That's a good pick. That's a out good of Georgia pick. for the Bucks. Continue to get that. We all remember how good that defensive line was two years ago when they won the Super Bowl, even early last year. Like nobody could run on them, right? Um, and they, they just got beat up. They didn't have a lot of depth. Uh, Vita Vea got hurt and missed games. Like, plug and play here for when that happens. If not, he's a rotational guy until that happens. Um, just get that defense going. The offense is set now that Brady's back. So let's just do that. So there's my pick. Bingo, bingo. Love it. Love it, man. Uh, so I have the Packers and I know what everybody's thinking now. It didn't work once when you tried it to draft a quarterback in the first to replace Aaron Rodgers. So try it again. We're not doing it again. Okay, we're not doing it. We're going to help Aaron Rodgers right here, all right? And what we're going to do is not only make Aaron Rodgers happy, but we're going to make Austin sad. And what the Packers are going to do is they're going to take Christian Watson, the wide receiver out of North Dakota State, and here's why. What the Packers need to do is replace MVS, who is a high, uh, a deep target, six foot five, big target, a lot of athleticism down the field. They haven't had that true down-the-field threat since Jordy Nelson left, which has been – more than a hot minute. So bringing Christian Watson and gives you that four, three speed, that big frame, stretch the field, open things up for everybody else in the offense. And it's a perfect fit here for green Bay. 
I'm going to take George again. I'm going to take George again for for the Dolphins. It's just freaking my heart is shattered right now. That was a good pick for the Packers. I'm very happy for him. That's just about how it worked out. Or you just you get so close and you're so excited thinking it's going to be there. And then just all of a sudden it gets yanked out right from underneath you and you're no longer happy. And so that has now happened to me in the last about 35 seconds of the show. You're so a, thank you, Dan. Your team should lose earlier. You'd get a better pick. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yes. Yeah. The, joy, the joy you get in uh, January is the joy the rest of us with bad teams get in April and March. If you guys, if you guys just didn't score in 13 seconds, like think about it, you guys yeah. would have got him already. That's yeah. enough. Don't sleep. <laughs> up. Don't think about that all night. All right. Kansas city chiefs on the clock. Me GM and Justin, we trust, right? Is that how it goes? Is that how the saying goes? Austin? It is. It is. All right, cool. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you guys lost a big cornerback. You guys, you know, Tredavious Ward. You got you lost him. I think that's a bit. I think that's a big hurt for your for your team there. Um, I'm gonna take uh, Kyir Elam out of Florida. Big cornerback, uh, physical. Honestly, like if you would have said that talked about him a month ago, he was probably top twenty pick, and he's slowly dropped a little bit. I think he's a lock for a top forty pick. They know they're not getting another shot shot at him, and they want a cornerback. And I know, I know your GM does not draft cornerbacks early. I un- I understand that, but we've talked about this plenty of times that eventually he's going to have to use some draft, some high priced draft capital to take one. So I'm going to take Elon um, at thirty with the Chiefs. Hey, I love hey, it. Thank you. So uh, that hurts. Uh, that was my pick huh. for her, welcome uh, to the, the club, Dan, for the Bengals. Uh, so listen, if the Bengals want to repeat not only as AFC champions, but take the next step and become Super Bowl champions, they needed to do a couple things. A was fix the offensive line. They've aggressively gone after that free agency. Tip of the cap to you, Cincinnati. What the other thing you got to do is by default, being in the AFC where there are so many prolific offenses and high tier one quarterbacks, is you got to find a way to stop the passing game. The Corners are gone at this point, folks. So what we're going to grab is a hybrid player. We're going to grab Daxton Hill, the safety out of Michigan. This guy's athletic testing is off the charts. He's played safety in the box. He's played deep, cover one, cover three. He's came down, played some nickel. This is a player you just get on the field and use in matchups to take away those, those you know, Darren Waller, Travis Kels types, to take away guys in the slot. Put him on Cooper Cup next year in the Super Bowl. Daxon Hill's a guy that Cincinnati just needs to bring in the room and find a way to get him on the field, help your defense. Love that. That's a great pick for the Bengals. Now, next up here with the Lions at 32, I don't think this could be a more perfect spot for you to get the number one quarterback in the class on my board, Omalik Willis. All right, here at number two, you got the guy to help build around your defense with Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame, and you go all the way down here to the bottom at pick 32, and you go, you know what? Not a single quarterback's been taken we get our pick of the litter. Who do we want? Who's a guy that can come in, be welcome to the city, make a difference, has a strong arm, is going to enjoy living here and building whatever it is in the community and being a part of the Lions as we continue to grow. And that is Malik Willis. I think the Malik Willis to the Lions would be a perfect fit. Now, that's probably not going to last only to 32 of round one. But if this is where the Lions can somehow find a way to get him as a quarterback, I think that is phenomenal for their franchise moving forward. Imagine there's a Lions fan out there that wanted Malik Willis at two and just sweat 
for the last <laughs> 40 minutes, and then boom, you get him at 32. Congratulations. You're welcome. You are welcome. Um, okay. Um, before we sign off, we got about two minutes before I want to sign off here. One, where does Watson end up? Since it, we're doing this before it comes out, guesses. Dan, go. I got C- Seattle, and it's a dark horse. It hasn't been announced, but I think he goes to Seattle. That team does not want to rebuild. Hey, I like that a lot, actually. I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, cool. And I'll Justin? Stick, I'll stick with the Saints. Okay, so nobody thinks the Panthers. And I no, think the nobody. Panthers are the most desperate of the teams. I do. Thousand percent. Completely agree. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. throw one more dark horse out there, the Philadelphia Eagles. Rumor is he's not going to because he likes Jalen Hurts. He doesn't want to send him to uh, Houston. But to hell with Baker, I guess. All right. But also, I mean, friends with Baker. They they have the best draft capital, though. So it makes sense, right? Oh, 100%. Three first round. But this isn't right now. This is a, if I'm reading things right, this is a uh, Watson decision, not a Texans decision. 100%. Yep. So, yeah, but that's so. And he trains with Jalen Hurts. They have the same quarterback coach and that Quincy guy. Um, So it's just one of those situations where it's like, hey, we're friends. If I'm not trying to leave Houston and then send you there. Would it be? Would it be more fun if we just said he doesn't want to play with Jalen Rager? <laughs> yes. There's probably also that. <laughs> yes, it would. So awesome. Okay, guys, that was fun. Uh, kind of went a little fast, but I mean, we were on a time restriction tonight um, with everybody being so busy. So, but got through it. I like our picks. We'll do this again in a couple of weeks, but we still need to do another episode here shortly just to talk about the mayhem that was free agency. So probably next week we'll, we'll jump on us three and dive into it. We, there's still a lot of big names out there. So we didn't want to like dive into it too much right now when there's still so much going on. So next week, that'll give us a full week and a couple of days of, of free agency before we dive into it between all of us. Cool. Absolutely. Works for me. Works for everybody. All right. We appreciate you all. And tonight we've been talking football.